This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Most Caribbean nations planning to attend Summit of the Americas. Former Premier of the British Virgin Islands granted new bail offer. Jamaica reserves over $1 billion for production incentive program. Crowley opens LNG terminal in Puerto Rico. And Puerto Rico Chamber of Commerce to host BizCon Expo 22. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, May 25th. We start our report today with a look at the Summit of the Americas. The St. Kitts Nevis Observer via Rodgers reports that most Caribbean community members of CARICOM nations plan to attend the Summit of the Americas, according to two sources familiar with the situation. Latin American leaders, including Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, have threatened to skip the summit, which starts June 6 in Los Angeles, California, if the United States does not invite Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. 13 of the 14 member nations of the group known as CARICOM are now planning to join the event, according to a senior Caribbean nation official and a Washington-based Caribbean advisor involved in talks about the issue. Caribbean countries that have been considering skipping the summit were encouraged by the Biden administration with measures towards Cuba and Venezuela, the official said. Sources said the lone CARICOM holdout nation is St. Vincent and the Grenadines. The country's Prime Minister Ralph Gonzalez called on CARICOM leaders to boycott the summit over the exclusion of Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. CARICOM has a total of 15 members, including Montserrat, which is an overseas territory of Great Britain. BVINews.com reports that former Premier of the British Virgin Islands, Andrew Foy, was granted a new bail offer when he appeared in the South Florida Federal Court on May 23rd. The Federal Court told the British Virgin Islands News.com on Wednesday that Foy's latest bail bond stands at $1 million. This is double the $500,000 he was initially offered. Foy's $1 million bond is divided into a $500,000 personal surety bond, which can be co-signed by him, his daughter, and a friend, and also a $500,000 corporate surety bond. The Nibia condition remains as Foy must prove to the judge that the money for his bond comes from a legitimate source. Failure to do so will result in the suspension of the bond. The United States prosecution has argued that Foy should be held locked up until his trial because he was a flight risk. The former premier is accused of attempting drug smuggling and money laundering, along with the British Virgin Islands Port Authority director, Olivine Maynard, and her son, Kadeem Maynard. Olivine Maynard, represented by the court's appointed attorney, has declined to file for bail and has also invoked her right to not be questioned by United States officials. Jamaica Information Service reports that a sum of $1.07 billion is to be funneled into Jamaica's production incentive program. The government of Jamaica is continuing its drive to increase agricultural output. The allocation for this year includes $258 million for the planting of 12 priority crops 
on approximately 3,917 hectares of land and engaging 9,476 farmers with a focus on roots as a viable substitute for importing wheat and rice. In addition, $122 million is reserved for livestock production, $100 million for fertilizer support, $35 million for equipment, and $250 million for climate change adaptation and mitigation incentives. The allocation will also go towards the rehabilitation of 80 greenhouses, 75,000 square feet at the cost of $10 million, and $230 million for grant assistance to farmers, youth in agriculture, as well as agriculture promotions. The production incentive program is a major incentive of the ministry aimed at boosting agricultural production to ensure food security, increase income generation, and foreign exchange earnings, and promote rural development. It focuses on the use of adaptable, climate-smart, and resilient approaches to improve crop and livestock output. The ministry is also providing $670 million for the Farm Road Program. Splash247.com reports that U.S. shipping conglomerate Crowley has inaugurated an LNG loading terminal in the south of Puerto Rico. The facility will significantly grow Crowley's service capabilities in Puerto Rico, delivering more than 94 million gallons of LNG annually. Functionally, the operators will load natural gas in its liquid form onto 10,000-gallon IOS containers for over-the-road transportation to customers' facilities around the island. Upon arrival at the customer site, the LNG will be regasified and used for power generation and energy consumption. As Puerto Rico moves on its quest to transform its dated and fragile electric generation system into a first-class energy network, the use of alternative and transitional fuels like LNG will be critically important in helping build resilience and reliability into the system, said Puerto Rico's Governor Pedro Pelosi. Crowley's new LNG loading terminal in Puñuelas will foster much-needed economic activity for municipalities in the island, and it will also position Puerto Rico's industrial and commercial sector on a fast-track path towards economic growth by providing reliable and environmental-friendlier energy solutions, he said. And finally, the BizCon Expo 2022, a summit event, will be hosted by the Puerto Rico Chamber of Commerce from June 9th to 10th at the Caribe Hilton Hotel in San Juan. We have focused on information offering of a series of key issues that are economically affecting entrepreneurs and businesses, said CPA and past Puerto Rico Chamber of Commerce President Luis Torres Lompart who chairs the BizCom Expo 2022. With an expected attendance of more than 300 executives and entrepreneurs, the topics to be discussed have been chosen to provide an international perspective. They include the transition to a new energy paradigm, the economic impact of climate change, investment opportunities in real estate, the plan for the recovery of Puerto Rico, innovative business strategies in agriculture, as well as the global outlook for the tourism industry. 
The event will feature the participation of Puerto Rico's Governor Pedro Pelosi, Puerto Rico Housing Department Secretary William Rodriguez, and Manuel Laboy, Executive Director of the Central Office of Recovery, Reconstruction, and Resiliency. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, May 25th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.